Welcome, I'm your host, Alex Lewis, and this week on Taiwan Talk, we speak to David Chang. David currently mainly focuses his energies on WordCore, the translation company he started a few years ago, and Crossroads. Crossroads is an experimental cross-lingual multimedia platform actively cultivating and connecting the diverse communities of Taiwan. Their mission is to elevate understanding, reach, and recognition of Taiwan around the world. They're basically looking to spark an internationalization movement here in Taiwan. The project is currently in its beta stage as David grows it out. And it's kind of hard to conceptualize what Crossroads is from that uh, description. So to get a full understanding of what Crossroads is aiming to become, it's helpful to get to know David himself. And that's where we're going to start. <laughs> this is some interesting shit. So, uh, yeah, start over. So you, you went to CAS and then you went to Santa Barbara and you went to right, LA so and then went to New York. I, yes, I after Santa Barbara, I, well, in Santa Barbara, I, I was I was majoring under law and society, which perked my interest in, of course, law and society. Right. And then uh, I went to work for a labor law firm in LA, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And that got my interest in politics and yeah. how law is even created. Um, mm. And it just so happened I was actually looking to move to New York because the Los Angeles lifestyle felt like I was retiring way too early. Really? That's yes. how you feel? I love that. Oh, I love that lifestyle. So nice. it's, it's too nice. It's That's too nice. Yeah, it's too comfortable. You it's would too say. comfortable. Yeah. That's what uh, people say about Taiwan, actually. Taiwan is kind of this that? weird border. Mm-hmm. Y- you can play it very slow here, but y- there's also parts of it where it goes really fast. Mm. What and parts are those? Where you're trying to run your business and trying to survive. And Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And, but, but it's great because it's, there's always things happening. Where in L.A., yeah, everything's like really far away. You have to drive everywhere spread out. and spread out. The mm. weather is so nice. You just kind of want to sit back in your backyard and just do nothing. Right. But you're here now, and you just started uh, Crossroads. Crossroads, yeah. correct. It's the beta version right now. It's the beta version. Okay, We're you... still doing some testing. Um, so actually, this ties into my why I'm actually here in Taiwan. Okay. Um, because I did work in the political scene in New York. I was working for a senator, a state senator. Um, his district covered a big chunk of Manhattan. And I also worked on the Hillary Clinton campaign for a little bit. Oh, wow. Just helped out a little bit. Right. Um, also worked in some social programs in Newark, New Jersey, trying to help ex-offenders uh, come out of jail, out of probation, and help them to retrain and get them back into society so they don't just go back into a life of crime. And that right. would actually break the cycle. Break the cycle of recidivism, yeah. correct? Right. Um, and that actually got adopted, officially adopted by the city of Newark, um, at least when I left. Um, so I decided, hey – turn my attentions to Taiwan. Um, was that your plan, like always long-term, to come back to Taiwan? Not really. Um, I think it was just a moment of – I would still come back every year because uh, my family, my parents are here. Uh, I still have a lot of extended family here, uh, the usual story. Um, and there was something about Taiwan that just kept pulling me back. Um, yeah. And it's maybe it's the, the, the sense of lifestyle or just the – Different type of different type of feel to it mm-hmm. um, that draws people here, and I'm not just talking about you know people like us who have family here. I'm I, I think people we call foreigners are same thing. Um, there's something about Taiwan that attracts them here that they just want to settle and just actually invest here. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing that, I always knew that hey, I, since I do have some political background in the states, I always wondered how I can make the connection between the two dots um, because I know Taiwan also needs some help in that area. Now it's getting stronger <laughs> in some right. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, my 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 goal, my 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 idea was, uh, what's the most basic element that bonds us all? Language. And I know chronically uh, there's 
Taiwan has always had an issue with global outreach, communication, uh, marketing to the rest of the world, branding itself. Right. Um, a lot of that is also not just language issues or cultural issues, but also mm. political. Um, right. okay. There's a lot of factors involved in why this is. Yeah. Um, so one theory, my my dad has yes. a theory about this is because it's uh, it's very provincial. So like yeah. you can't really kind of to yeah. brand yourself, you kind of need a united front yes. and take a step forward, right? True. At the same time, totally true. in the right direction or in the same direction. Totally. So then it's very provincial. He thinks that you know Kaohsiung thinks this or like yes. Jiayi and you know Taipei. Everybody has their own view of what makes Taiwan you know, uh, great or anything and like how they want to present Taiwan. So exactly. uh, that's uh, one of his reasons. Uh, I completely, I completely agree. Um, I think one of the main issues facing Taiwan is we don't have a common national identity. We're still trying to figure that out right mm. now. Um, there's still, I hate to say it, divisive politics, um, mm. and a lot of it's tied with identity. Um, it's it, it's irrevocable. It's it's inseparable right now, mm-hmm. and that is causing a fractured front. Um, which Taiwan, I don't believe, has time or the luxury of of, of that of that for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in Taiwan. I love Taiwan. I love for for all the whole, for, for all that makes Taiwan all all it is. But uh, you know, given the political circumstances, we definitely need to start redefining what Taiwan is. Right. What does it mean to be Taiwanese? And you chose language. I chose language. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose language, and of course, you know, with 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 technology these days. How do you build a system that tries to at least solve the language issue, uh, cross the language barrier at mm-hmm. least more uh, in a more efficient and effective way? And that's why my company WorkCorp was born. Uh, about five years ago, I finally officially registered my company, and we started a platform, uh, which basically not just does Chinese to English, but also English to Chinese, of course, Japanese, Russian, Spanish, and this kind of just grew and grew, grew from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we not only did this by linking individual translators, but also linking to a translation service, a local translation service in Tokyo, a translation service in St. Petersburg, uh, because there's some language that we cannot manage ourselves. Right. Um, so, hey, leave it to the experts who already know this um, and might as well have an access way to get into their market as well. Right. We can provide Chinese service. Uh, that's our specialty. So it's these international relations, you know, kind right. of you develop these. And uh, it's kind of an interesting way in the 21st century of how to work uh, an internet business. Um, but ultimately, that was a more passive way of doing translation. Um, and though always the question was, how do you use translation in a more active way? Um, hmm. Because right now, if we have WorldCorp, yeah, businesses, they have translation needs, they upload it in our platform, they get a quote, they put the order in, uh, they get the translation back, they pay, and then it's done right. until they have the next need. But ultimately, if we have that human resource network, if we have the technology, how do we integrate all that to create a platform that actually actively crosses language barriers so that helping Taiwanese people go reach further markets, international markets, and inbound as well. If there's foreign entrepreneurs or foreign businesses or foreign media wanting to know more about what Taiwan's all about, mm-hmm. hey, it's a, it's a, it's an inbound method. Well, right. So, so how do you like translate, uh, I guess, just the life and society here in Taiwan Correct. and and Taiwan for other people, Correct. it seems. Okay. Um, so then that brought Crossroads along. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell me how that, not how it came to be, but um, how you kind of got it off the ground. So about a year ago, um, I I don't know how how this happened, but I just wrote up a proposal, and it was already actually in the back of my mind because I actually had tried to get this a, a similar idea off the ground two years ago, 
It was called ModMatch, Model Majority. Mm. Um, yeah. It was kind of the prototype of Crossroads. Uh-huh. And the idea was, okay, how to create a platform allowing Taiwanese business to go on, get their stuff translated to any language. We will use a lot of different social media avenues to distribute their materials. They will get analytics showing how many people are you know, from what countries are reading their stuff, are going to their online stores, are jumping to the links that they set. Right. Um, serving as a very good global market intelligence tool Yeah. Um, to actually do that first outreach, initial mm-hmm. outreach. Um, overall, we did get some connections and we did get some momentum going. But overall, there was kind of an interesting uh, edgy, le- edgy lesson from this is that a lot of Taiwanese businesses, especially small, medium-sized businesses, they have kind of on the tip of their tongue. They, they do say, like to say they want to go international. But when it actually comes to the execution part of it, it is intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, and rightfully so, understandably so. Um, how do you communicate with an audience you don't understand, um, that you really didn't have had too much experience with, and to... You know, we're a very humble culture here. Um, to be able to very boast loudly about your product to another country, it's mm. and I completely understand. Um, so getting people from point A to point B to actually start actively promoting their uh, materials or products or services on, on ModMatch was a big step. So we re- I rewrote that um, and decided... Uh, especially after the 2016 election. Um, and during that time, I actually received uh, a, an email from a nonprofit organization called Avaz. And they had this really cool idea. Um, they wanted, to, of course, their, their whole goal was to actually get as many uh, voters registered as possible, re- registered as possible. So what they did was they basically broke down the voter registration process into a few steps. Very nice, easy interface. Simplify everything. Simplify everything. Once you just input a few fields, they will automatically fill out the forms for you. They even postmark it for you. All you have to do is print it out. They even print out the envelope for you. You just put it to your post office, and there you go. Mm. And knowing Taiwan, uh, you know, we are always talking about, hey, how do we get more foreign investment or foreign entrepreneurs here to start businesses and to invest in Taiwan. But even personally, from my own personal experiences, dealing with immigration, dealing with government agencies, I think there is a uh, there is a uh, difference in the way we use internet, I guess. Disconnect, maybe. Disconnect. A disconnect. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, but if you go on the Immigration Bureau uh, if you look at the English content, if you look at their interfaces, they could use a bit of help. Uh, they could use a bit of, you know, make better user-friendly interfaces, clearer mm-hmm. English. Um, and there is very obviously some language issues involved here, um, which does cause a lot of confusion for the foreign community already here. Um, so our first step was, hey, if we can help along with that process, if we could do something with something like a vase. And do it starting with entrepreneur visa. Um, hey, well, why don't we create a better interface? And perhaps that will actually, you know, uh, elevate or or improve the number of people who are interested in Taiwan a little more. Uh, that's the first step, at least. Um, so I wrote up a proposal what, a year and a half ago, a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and I started spreading it around. Um, I knew that I had to get government involved in some aspect of it, and I had to in what way, like to like collaborate with them, collaborate with them, receive some guidance. Okay. Um, I wanted to also scope out what exactly the political, the, what the government 
uh, arena was like here. Um, I see. You know, where everyone stood on these shoes, where they stood, where people, individual legislators or even uh, government agencies, how do they view internationalization? You know, because we hear about it so much in the news. We hear about Guojihua, Guojihua, and the importance mm-hmm. of it. But where I was always very curious about where was the actual execution? Like what concrete steps that were they exactly. taking? What, what concrete steps? Mm-hmm. And from my experiences, I do know that there are forces at work. Um, I'm the gears of government are slow and cumbersome, but there are a lot of good people mm-hmm. at work in there, and they have to work according to what they can do in their roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I learned in our process. So over the course of the year, we reached out to legislators. Uh, we've had legislators on both sides of the aisle uh, because we have made a very important uh, uh, goal is to say that this has to be nonpolitical. Right. We bipartisan. Bipartisan, nonpartisan even. Mm. Uh, we're only focusing on the future of Taiwan because we to all these politics we think is ultimately destructive. And I think there is a bigger and better future that we all can see for Taiwan. Mm-hmm. But we just have to get there first. Right. Yeah. And, and, there's, and it's kind of interesting because Taiwan is also very diverse already. You know, you have so many diverse cultures already here. It's the history of itself. The history of Taiwan is also very diverse. It has a history of colonialism. But also that also caused it to be very diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is actually our strength. Uh, we have right. a foundation for this. Um, and this is where it comes to being how do we refi- redefine what Taiwanese is. Can we say that, hey, look, I have friends here who were born here, but maybe their parents weren't Taiwanese, holding a Taiwanese ID. But they're in this weird limbo state of not being a person of any country sometimes. And that doesn't make sense. And especially if Taiwan is, keeps talking about internationalization, you have to stop looking overseas. You have to start looking at people already here. Right, because these are our existing resources, and this yeah. is what we keep telling the government the agencies as we keep trying to spread the word. Actually, there's so much people here. There's so much passion and goodwill for Taiwan already here, and there's people here who invested ten, twenty, thirty years of their lives already. A lot of foreign entrepreneurs here who are employing thirty, forty, fifty people and Taiwanese employees here. You need to integrate these people, and they you need to give them a pathway to use their soft power to influence their network and draw more people here and cast more of a spotlight on Taiwan. Right. Or even so, you get people here, you exactly. want to make sure that they're welcomed. Exactly. Right? The, the, the point isn't just to get them here, it's to integrate yes. them into society, I guess. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not making people feel welcome here, that actually has a negative effect right. because the people here who come here with all good intentions and good heart and they come here and they constantly feel like they're being treated as second-class citizens, at least according to some policies. And, uh, you know, that will bring a bad image for them because I know a lot of foreigners who give up. They're just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't be jumping through all these hoops. Mm. I'm just going to leave and I'm probably going to I'm, I'm not going to recommend Taiwan to anybody when I go back because it's just too hard here. Right. Although there's a lot of things in Taiwan that's great. So we've been pushing, hey, let's try to first integrate the people who are already here and use them as a resource to for global outreach hmm. uh, because these are people who understand your target audience. Last year, we also very were very nicely commissioned by the National Development Council, Gofahui, to provide recommendations. Um, it was through a public bidding process, but to provide recommendations on how to uh, give improvements on their Contact Taiwan website. 
Um, it's the official global outreach website mm-hmm. employed by the Taiwan government. It's run by the Ministry of Economic Affairs. Um, but, you know, we provided a 60-page report, uh, and we provided not just user, you know, uh, recommendations on user interface, making user experience, but also, you know, who targeting to your, you know, who your audiences are. Um, but ultimately, our end result conclusion was you need a team who understands your audience. Right. You integrate the people who understand your audience instead mm-hmm. of trying your very best to do it your own, mm-hmm. on your own. Um, so that's kind of the where we've our, 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 our mission right now. Okay. Yeah. So have you begun taking steps, integrating people and I guess building yes. a network to help, uh, I guess people who do come. Next? Yes. So with the beta version right now, we started with the entrepreneur visa process. Uh, we have that tool down. Um, uh, but the second part of it, uh, which we actually learned from our studies is that, um, when foreigners come here, they also feel that there's a lack of information. Who can they reach out to for help, whether it be to set up their companies, just navigate and help them open bank accounts, yeah. um, find out educational resources, or however, you know, what does Taiwan have to offer for them to help them guide through with the soft landing process? Hmm. So these parts already all exist. Um, they're just doesn't have there's right now there isn't one single window for everybody mm-hmm. to get access to these so we're saying hey everybody in taiwan is doing all these disparate parts can we create a window which crosses languages hey maybe i'm a taiwanese organization that has also been dealing with counseling uh but maybe they all have some english staff english-speaking staff but their marketing materials are all in chinese Come on a crossroads, get yourself translated to English, to Spanish, to Japanese, however, and reach out to these to these audiences. And let everyone know what you're doing. Yeah. And give people a place to go and exactly. find this information, right? Because exactly. um, I feel like uh, a lot of these things, I mean, you can just Google it, I'm sure, and then like maybe something will pop up, yes. hopefully. But um, there's no one place to be like, okay, I want to sure. get to know Taiwan, get to know what's um, what kind of services are on hand right. uh, for people like me. And uh, or for people like foreign or for foreigners and you know in yes. a foreign country. So uh, is that like one I guess aspect of like what you're trying to provide? Yes, um, a place where people can go for kind of just everything from A to B, yes. all the nuts and bolts. A to B, uh, whether it be for individuals or businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also interesting individuals and businesses. Yes. Uh, how would you uh, I guess helping them start a business, or are you talking about businesses right. looking to provide services to foreigners? Is this going to be a Okay. Um, we are actually working uh, with a San Francisco-based company right now. Um, they are actually seeking to set up shop in Taiwan. Um, I see. And there these are go. the case studies that we're looking at right now mm-hmm. is there is interest in Taiwan. And we always like to try to tell Taiwanese people, look, the only people who say kombucha Taiwan is Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, very low view of themselves, it seems. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is interest. And there is a San Francisco-based gaming company. They're looking to set up a branch in Taiwan mm-hmm. um, because they like the rule law here. It's stable. They don't want to go to China because they're just afraid that their stuff is just going to get taken. Um, there are incentives to come here. Mm-hmm. They're planning on coming here and hiring 30 Taiwanese employees. Um, and But they don't have all the know-how to do that here. Uh, they still need people to guide them through the, the bureaucracy, um, to help them set bank accounts, to help them find office space. We want to provide a window where you can get all that stuff done. 
because、mm-hmm. all these services already exist. If you can create a streamlined service for this that just patches in all these parts that already exist, I see. Then hey,、hmm. so kind of like the middleman, or I guess the marketplace. Yes. Okay. Yes.、Hmm. Um, and but we're basically a platform that also shows everybody. Okay, this is what everyone's doing.、Mm-hmm. Um, same. We're not just actually talking about inbound as well. We're also talking about outbound. In our conversations with the government,、um, there is a definitely a big interest, of course, in Silicon Valley.、Uh, a lot of Taiwanese companies are looking for investors in Silicon Valley.、Um, but the biggest problem again comes back to the whole issue of communication,、uh, mm-hmm. how to do a pitch,、uh, how to present.、Right. Um, there are different ideas and cultural and you know language issues involved in this. Um, we happen to know a lot of people here in Taiwan who actually do push presentations, who actually have a very impressive background, and who are just starting their consultancy businesses. And hey, but they also have problems probably speaking in Chinese. Where will be that link? You know,、right. connect it. You can go on our website, and you can also take a look. What are people doing? How? Who's? What? What?、Uh, what consulting services or consultants I can actually offer?、Uh, you know, to patch into.、Mm-hmm. Uh, who? What are the rates?、Uh, and what is? What is their achievements? What are their accomplishments?、Um, this, of course, will come down to our later versions.、Uh, yeah. But this is kind of all ties into a bigger picture about how we want to just create inbound and outbound.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. You say the later versions. Tell me about the phases that you have. So on your website, you know, you have a you know current phase, all the way up to phase five. Yes.、Um, how do you see yourself、uh, progressing through these phases in the coming months, years? Right. So ultimately, it depends on how we continue to grow from here. And it's kind of been interesting, even from our current phase, the beta phase. I I do like to tell our team that ultimately what we're doing is not just a platform. We are actually doing, and I like to use the grand term, an initiative. And initiative doesn't just consider the platform, but also deals with how we position ourselves. Position ourselves with Crossroads. We've been realizing that you know we are at this interesting part where we can play a almost third party role between government and business,、uh, where there is government interest. Uh, and we can help government in any capacity as we can. We're not asking money from them, but we do believe in a lot of efforts on、um, what they're trying to do. And if there's anything we can help with internationalization efforts, we can be that role. But also for for businesses, if people have an interest in interacting with government or in interesting in interacting with other businesses in Taiwan, we can also play that bridge. Basically, we are a nerve center,、mm. hopefully. So. After this beta phase,、uh, we do have some several projects that we have lined up, which I shall not name today.、Uh, but we will see how those proceed.、Uh, and as the while, we're, as we're doing this,、uh, we definitely have our phase two, phase three, phase four, phase five, and actually it should keep going on.、Uh, but how we also want to do is really actually、uh, focusing on.、Um, we're going to be having our membership system up soon.、Um, that actually comes with phase two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are preparing that actually right now.、Um, so that what is a membership system? Basically, individuals and businesses can open their own accounts for free. For、uh, free. These are free accounts.、Mm. Um, but basically, through an account, they can publish materials. They can choose、uh, distribution avenues through media.、Um, actually, would like to talk to you about this later. Okay.、Um, and also being able to localize their materials as well. But a brevity of services. What do you need as a business? What do you need as an individual to very easily streamline these services to connect to either 
setting up your business or growing your business or promoting your business or as an individual. Maybe you need regular resources throughout daily life. How do you get in contact with these? What do you know what's around you? Mm. Um, because, again, language is really a, the biggest barrier, I think, here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Language and, I guess, knowledge of yes. what's where and everything. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Has your uh, political background helped you in uh, this endeavor? It's political background has definitely – it, it makes me more, uh, I guess. Uh, I, I guess I, 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 I understand the the pains and the the idealism behind politics. Hmm. Um, I, I sympathize. Um, I know with politicians, their density tends to come with negative connotations, and not to say that it's all positive either. Right. But at the very least. I can understand the way the game is played a little better. Yeah. Um, and to be able to understand that game knows where everybody stands behind all the – and there is a lot of grandstanding, grandstanding and there is also yeah. acting. Um, but ultimately, it helps with knowing who exa- – what exactly – what where people really truly stand on certain issues mm-hmm. um, and how we can help. Um, right. And that's ultimately what we want to do. Okay. Very cool. Uh, well, I hope you all the best. Is there anything you want to talk about that I, I didn't touch on? Um, not really. Anything about we, the services that you that you provide or uh, okay. et cetera? Um, well, we are, since right now we are in our beta phase, we're also testing and developing, and we're totally doing this for free right now. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but ultimately, once we have the membership system, we will, you know, if people need translation and localization, that will probably cost a little money, mm. uh, not much. Um, but for, for now, since we are in this expansion phase, we are also starting some rounds of fundraising. Uh, we actually employed the great support of a master sculptor uh, called uh, – his name is Master Lai Chi Man, Li Ziwen. Mm-hmm. So with any donations up to a certain amount, uh, we also send it a beautiful sculpture uh, that actually will increase in value. Um, his name is actually – his reputation is also through China and Hong Kong and Macau and Taiwan. Um, so if anyone is interested, well, we'll definitely – you know, that's part of our fundraising for now. Okay. Uh, how do people – how can people give you money? Uh, right now, we're setting up that system. Uh, but for now, yeah. we can just send us an email. Yeah, straight uh, cash. Yeah, ideally. straight cash. <laughs> <laughs> just just send us a home ball. I know, yeah, yeah. Home balls <laughs> are welcome. Yeah. No. Okay. But so far, we're still setting up that system. But for now, you know, maybe through PayPal or something. But yeah. Yeah, we're just fun, just fun you guys online, right? Just yes, uh, Crossroads. Yes. Yeah, crossroads yes. Beta. Okay. Uh, very cool. Um, thanks, Dave, for coming on. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for having us. That's it for this week's Taiwan Talk. A big thank you to David for coming on the show to speak with me. Thank you to Justin for making the connection. And thank you for listening. As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast, check out the previous episodes. And if you have any questions and comments, email me at alex.icrt.com.tw. That's A-L-E-X at I-C-R-T dot com. Dot TW. I'm Alex Lewis. See you again next week. Thank you.